What's up, everybody? What's good? You are tuned in to the 20 Hours from Home podcast. This is episode three. And um, yeah, coming to you live from Westside Detroit. It is none other than I, Dave, a.k.a. King Dave, a.k.a. Uncle Dave, a.k.a. Westside King, a.k.a. Cold Dave. And as always, I have with me my wonderful co-host. Hi, <laughs> it's Kadisha, um, also known as um, Joe Scott's Afro. That's what I'm embodying today. And Sugar Ray K. Those are my two, um, my two personas today. All right. Okay. Sugar Ray K and Jill Scott's Afro. Oh yeah, those are always with me. Speaking of Jill Scott, um, well, this is kind of going to like tap into a little bit of what we're going to talk about. But um, okay. I had never seen um, Get On Up, the the James Brown movie mm-hmm. with uh, Chadwick Boseman, and I was watching it today, mm-hmm. and Jill Scott's in it. I was very really? surprised. Oh, wait, have you not seen it? No, I've never seen it. Oh, wow. Yeah, you should check it out. And Jill Scott's yeah. in it, and I was like, it was this one scene, because, like, eventually she she plays uh, James Brown's wife. Mm. Um, and it's a scene where he's performing. She's in the crowd. It's like when they first meet. Mm. She's just, like, looking at him. And looking at him, like, very, like, lust-like. Mm. I'm just sitting there, I'm like, man, like, could you imagine mm-hmm. looking out into a crowd and Jill Scott is looking at <laughs> you like that? Like, like uh, bruh. Honestly. <sighs> that woman. Uh, you know, shout out to Jill Scott. Bad bitch extraordinaire. For sure. <laughs> but anyway, all right. But yes. Um, But yes, so now, what are you sipping on and what is your song of this week? I am sipping on um, last week's Casamigos. Mm -hmm. Um, It's actually pretty sad because I didn't even get like a whole fifth or anything. I had a little tiny pint and I still haven't finished it. But (laughs) <laughs> it's all good. It's fine. Um, so, Casamigos, I mixed it up with some Sprite. Just sipping on that. And um, my song for this week is um, Deep Reverence. And it's the lead single off of Big Sean's new album coming up. Um, featuring Nipsey Hussle. And, Big Sean yeah. got an album coming out? Yeah. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> <laughs> where are you under rock what's going on uh-huh. I do not follow Big Sean news wow. <laughs> I don't know how we're friends honestly <laughs> um, like you just disrespecting my you know my <laughs> like scene, no my culture like, no shade to Detroit but you know Big Sean you know wow okay <laughs> wow okay <Cute> man. 
<laughs> anyway. Um, but yeah, yes, okay, yes. So his he got a new album coming out, and um, the lead single is Deep Reverence. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. This album drops on, I think, Friday. It's Friday the okay. 4th. Yeah, drops on Friday. Okay. Detroit 2 is the name of the album. Um, the what, which one was Detroit 1? He had a mixtape. His mix, probably his best mixtape that he's ever done was uh, called Detroit. He put that mixtape out like in between his first and second album, I think. I remember that actually. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, this is like the sequel to that, to that mixtape, and yeah. So Nipsey Hustle is on uh, Deep okay, Reverence, and. You know, it's always great hearing Nipsey. You know, mm-hmm. so um, his verse was his verse is good, and then Sean was really on there talking some stuff too. And um, yeah, I'm looking forward to this album. But what are you sipping on, and what's your song of the week? Um, I wasn't able to mix a drink before we started, so I'm just sipping on the water. But you know. Hydration, great. And um, my song of the week is FDT, Fuck Donald Trump by YG. Um, No specific reason other than, you know, fuck Donald Trump. Yeah, do you need Um, a reason? True. Um, You know, there are Trump supporters in my neighborhood, um, as the picture I sent you (laughs) Mm -hmm. shows. Um. So yeah, I like to play. I like to go out on the patio, and play "Fuck Donald Trump" a couple times a week, um, so that the neighbors know what it, what kind of house this is. <laughs> so um, this is a gay and black house. My roommate's gay. So yes, let's not beat around the bush here. The logo house. So. Yeah, so fuck Donald Trump. Um, it also features Nipsey Hussle, so look at that. Weren't we like twins there? Yeah. Um, so yeah, do not vote for Donald Trump because like, um, do you want more of this? Really? But we'll get into that shortly. <laughs> yeah. Um, speaking of Trump and Trump supporters, now it's uh I went to the zoo yesterday, mm-hmm. and I'm standing in line to get into one of the buildings because you can't you know you can't just let any and everybody in there so right the line, and as I'm standing in line there's these two people standing behind uh, myself and you know my family, mm-hmm. and they have these Trump hats on, and I'm just like. Every time I see somebody with a Trump hat, I'm like, you're just walking around advertising you're a racist. Like, yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so then the guy, it was a couple, and uh, male, female, and the guy, he just like starts talking to my brother. He's like, oh, what kind of shoes you got on? Those are, those are pretty cool. Those are Jordans, huh? And he's just like talking to him about his shoes, trying to be all nice. And I'm just like, Mm-mm. shut up. Like, don't talk to my brother. Like, <laughs> you know exactly what the fuck you're doing. <laughs> right. Like, shut up. We don't want to hear none of that. 
We know how you really feel. For real. And especially y'all um in like the Midwest, close to um like how far are you guys from Wisconsin? Um like two far. states over? Yeah, for a few hours. I'm not sure how long it'll take to get over there. Maybe like four to six hours or so. And then like Minneapolis is close to as well. Yeah. So yeah, I'm sure those racists got like a big chest. All right. Trash. Trash. But yeah. Um, you know. Moving on though. Um so uh this this podcast honestly might be a little little heavy, little little sad even today. Um yesterday uh everyone got the news and found out that uh Chadwick Bozeman passed away and um mm-hmm. he was had actually colon cancer. Friday night. Right. That's Friday night. Friday night, um, found out that Chadwick Boseman passed away. Uh, He was, he had a four-year battle with colon cancer, which he kept totally private, did not tell anyone or besides, I'm sure, like family and uh, close friends, but um, none of us knew. And Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it was incredibly sad. but even in his passing, he still amazed all of us because, you know, we were finding out that he was battling this, this disease and, um, you know, battling cancer for the past four years. And in those four years, he gave us great movies. Um, mm-hmm. You know, Black Panther, um, Thurgood. Five Bloods, and I think it's a couple other, 21 Bridges. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, And I think Civil War, too. Yep. Yeah. The um, Avenger movies. Captain America. Um, So like he he stayed, he stayed working, you know, just went along about his business. And I think that just takes an amazing, amazing person to be able to do that and just amazing strength and uh he'll be missed yeah for sure and it's like if he did so and he was so meticulous with the type of roles he chose because that was like his role like in you know like when people find their purpose like his purpose was to um like memorialize um, important people to us and like um, honor them. And even in his last, his last movies, like those, he was still very specific. I think that that's amazing. Um, Yeah, I mean, Rest in peace, uh, Chadwick Boseman. Yeah. Um, so, like I was saying earlier, like I hadn't seen Get On Up, and uh, I'm actually still watching it. It's actually 
on my screen right now. I have it paused. But mm -hmm. um, yeah, his performance in, in that is amazing. Um, like the James Brown walk, the voice, mm. you know, I think a couple parts, a couple parts in the movie, um, he's actually singing, like it's actually Chadwick and not, wow. you know, um, a voice recording, right? Not a recording of James Brown. I really think it's only one scene so far that I've seen where it's, where it was Chadwick Boseman singing, but he had a great voice too. Mm. Um, yeah, so after I finish watching Get On Up, I'm going to watch 42. I know, like, that's another thing I don't like that happens once people pass. Mm -hmm. um, like, when Nipsey passed, I wasn't a huge Nipsey Hustle fan, so, like, I didn't listen mm -hmm. to his music. Mm -hmm. And then I kind of just made myself not listen to his music because, like, after he passed, because I'm like, what if I listen to it and I love it? And then I have to sit there and realize I'm not going to hear ignore any more new Nipsey Hussle. Like he's gone. Mm. Um, That's true. But I was I was a fan of Chadwick Boseman, but my real introduction to him, honestly, was Black Panther or mm. his role as Black Panther in the mm -hmm. Avenger movies and Captain America, and then of course his own uh, Black Panther movie. And so I didn't see 42. I didn't see Get On Up. I hadn't seen Third Good. But I'm going to watch all mm -hmm. of those. I did see 42, I think, when it came out. Because I was, like, in high school. And for my AP class, um, we got, like, extra credit if we watched, like, a historical movie and, like, mm -hmm. wrote a report on it. And so I went to go watch it. And he did amazing in that movie. And, like, I mean, obviously the story of, like, the South and, you know, not even the South, but, like, being a Black man trying to be the first man in the, what is it called, MLB? Major Leagues? Yeah, yeah Major League Baseball. Yes, Major Leagues. Um Major League Baseball, that is a tough thing to do. And he he performed it very well. And Nicole Bahari is in that movie as well. She's beautiful. Um, also a, an amazing actress. Um, but yes, it's a good movie. You will enjoy it. Um, I haven't seen Thurgo. I really want to watch that as well. What was the other one? So. Um, get on up. I haven't yeah, watched Get on, get on up. up either. So oh, it's, on, it's on HBO Max. So yeah. I... <clears throat> okay. Yeah. Um. So again, rest in peace, there. Uh, rest in peace, Chadwick Boseman. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I've I've seen a lot of people saying that they don't want anyone else to play like Black Panther if they yeah. decide to make another one, which they were going to make another one. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know if I feel that yeah. way. Why not? I feel like Black Panther has a, has the opportunity to be huge, like very, very yeah. huge. 
like like Batman. They keep making Batman movies. They switch up the Batmans, whatever, and yeah. they keep making them, and they all make tons of money. People keep going to yeah. see it. I'm one of those people. I love Batman. Batman yeah. was my favorite superhero until, honestly, until Black Panther. So um, I think it'll, it, it'll do more good if they just get someone else to play um, Black Panther and kind of keep it going. And, like, I, I hear that, and that makes a lot of sense. But, like, with Batman, like, the first Batman didn't die before they put a new Batman in. Yeah. That's true. But I feel like... I feel like... Like, there's a way they can spin it, like, with T'Challa's son or something like that. But... I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I it think, will have to be a long time. Yeah, I feel like you gotta give it some time, of course. But I feel like yeah. they, I feel like it should. I feel like it should keep going. They shouldn't stop making Black Panther movies. I feel like it, it's it's too important. I feel like mm-hmm. you see the impact that one had. No. Or maybe they just need a new like story. Because, I mean, like, would you want them to still bring back the whole cast? And Baku well, yeah, and... I mean, they're, they're planning to anyway. Because, I mean, there, mm-hmm. there was going to be a Black Panther 2. It was right. going to happen. So I feel like it still might. I mean, it's just, you know, unfortunately, it just probably won't have Chadwick, won't have Chadwick Boseman. But um, I feel like it should continue. I really do. Okay. And I, it really made me feel that way, like watching that, um, which is like my favorite video on the internet right now. Um, that video of him when he was on the Jimmy Fallon show and mm-hmm. they had people come in and they thought they were just like talking to a, a cutout of Black yeah. Panther and like saying what the movie meant to them. Mm-hmm. And then he came out and like surprised them and got to meet all the fans and stuff. And watching that, I'm like, man, like, this was such a moment. It was such a yeah. huge thing, and it made such a huge impact. Or that video of, like, those kids dancing. Yeah. Like, like, I always thought that was just, like, some little funny gift, you know? Mm-hmm. But I didn't really realize, like, they were dancing because they were all about to go see Black Panther. Like, yeah. You know? So I, I, want, I want kids, I want Black kids in the future, years from now, to have that same feeling when they mm-hmm. find out. Black Panther, whatever, three, four, five, or whatever it is. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, I think I think we need that. I mean, of course, we can also create more movies like that with people that True. look like us in them. True. Um, but I think that having one that, you know, is like, I think Black Panther is just like, it's like our hero. So we need that mm-hmm. one. Yeah. You know? And I feel like Black Panther could be that that one hero. And uh yeah. I would like to interject and say that Warner Brothers, we need a static static shock movie. Just sure. so you guys know. And I'm putting that out there because I want one. 
I feel like there's always talk of like stuff, and I don't know what's real and what's not. But I feel like there was talk about a Static Shock movie. I don't know. Mm. Maybe, but like Chop Chop. Yeah. But yes, oh, yeah. um, Chadwick Boseman, man, and Black Panther, obviously a moment, and I don't know, I don't know. And I also don't like the way that people were like clowning him for so long when, you know, like obviously like we saw like him like get skinnier and stuff like that. And we all saw it, but you know, something not every time people need a comment. Right. You know. I mean, that's that's really just the nature of the internet. Of humans, honestly. And humans, humans yeah, and the true. internet. Mm-hmm. And the internet, you know, people see something and they feel the need to comment and they feel the need. They like, everybody wants to get their, their joke off to go viral and all stuff mm-hmm. like that. Like, it's, it's annoying. I mean, it, on one hand, it's something that, that, you know, we love about Black people is that mm-hmm. they kind of didn't take anything and make it funny. And yeah. But on the other hand, I, I always hate it when it comes at someone else's expense. You know, like, yeah, that wasn't necessary. When I when I saw him, and I saw how skinny he looked, I'm like, I don't know what role he' about to play, but he is really mm-hmm. committing. Like that's what mm-hmm. I was thinking. Like he about to he really committing. So I can't wait to see whatever this movie is he preparing for because mm. he is he's looking really slim. Um, but when he posted that video, I think it's the the one that everyone was commenting on mm-hmm. was when he posted the video last year for Jackie Robinson Day. That one, that was just alarming to me because I'm like, like I had seen him previously and noticed that he looked a lot thinner. Yeah. But but that video, he just looked extremely thin. And I was like, okay, like something's Something kind of wrong here. Weird. I don't really know what. Mm-hmm. But like something's wrong. But um, I think he had a couple appearances after that, and he looked closer to normal. Still, yeah, still thin, but closer to normal. And I was like, oh well, I guess he's fine. Well, now. I mean, like, and even now, like, I don't know. Like even now, like me, us having the conversation is that like commenting on his body still. I don't know, like, <laughs> but yeah, I just, I hope he, I hope like he went okay, like he wasn't like in pain or anything when he went. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, based on a statement put out by his, uh, his estate, um, he was at home with his family, with his wife. So, you know, surrounded by loved ones. Um, so, you know, I, I really do, I hope the same, you know, that we at least, you know, went peacefully and hopefully it wasn't mm-hmm. any, it wasn't too much pain. I do, yeah. I am happy with the fact that his estate made a statement mm-hmm. and announced it. it wasn't TMZ, it wasn't yeah. some other tablet or anything breaking the news and we didn't 
and we didn't have to know about it until the very end. Yeah. Like that, his team, that's the kind of team I want around me. <laughs> you know that's what's crazy? To anyone. Like, I really feel like, I don't know who he told, but I feel like he had to keep a super, it was a super, super small number because I feel like even mm-hmm. though a lot of the people that he works with, people that they didn't you would know. consider in his team, they probably didn't even know. Mm-hmm. Like his stylist. So, right, like people that he sees like every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. But, you know, that's, I mean, I also think that that's amazing. You know, we'll copy that. But, um, yeah, but, you know, on a lighter note, not really a lighter note because um, there's more tragedy, but... Um, yeah, unfortunately, guys, there's not going to be many light notes on, the, <laughs> on this episode. <laughs> not many. Um... But yeah, do you want to take it off with what you have to say about pop culture? What's going on? Yeah, um, what we're talking about. Okay. <clears throat> so, earlier this week, um, wait, when was that? Was that like last Sunday, I think? When, uh, Yeah, I think that was last Sunday. When when what? Well, um, the shooting. The Jacob Blake shooting? Yeah. Yeah, I think that was Sunday. Um, Jacob Blake, uh, you know, was a young man. I believe he's 29 years old, same age as me. Um, he was breaking up a uh, a fight or some type of altercation and the cops were called um, and then you know there's a video he was walking back to his car very calmly while being followed by a police officer who was trying to apprehend him uh, he gets into well attempts to get into his car and the officer um, is like right right behind him like this is point blank range He's right behind him, close enough to be grabbing his shirt. Mm-hmm. And then just fires seven shots, shoots him in the back. Um, you know, Jacob Blake has three kids. All three of his children were in the car at the time. And, um, of course, this created, you know, a lot of outrage um, because... We're all just sick of seeing the same thing happening over and over. Police mm-hmm. shooting, in most cases, killing unarmed black men. Um, fortunately, um, Jacob Blake survived. He is in the hospital still currently. Mm-hmm. Uh, last I heard, he's paralyzed from the waist down. Um but he has his life. Yeah. So, so that, that's the positive in, in this, but um, still needs justice. We can't, can't keep, can't keep doing this. Like, honestly, everyone, everyone is sick and tired of it. 
And because of this, mm -hmm. um, this happened in Wisconsin. Um, right. Currently, the NBA playoffs are going on. And uh, like I said, I think this happened on Sunday, I want to say. And then that Monday or Tuesday, I think it might have been a Monday, um, the Milwaukee Bucks were set to play game five of their series, their first round series against the Orlando Magic. And um, they decided not to play. Mm -hmm. um, they... Orlando Magic went out there and was, you know, warming up, thinking everything was normal. And the Milwaukee Bucks never came out the locker room. Mm. Um, they decided to boycott their game, which then prompted all the other teams that were slated to play that day to also boycott, um, boycott the game. And um, that kind of turned into uh, discussions of, you know, are we going to just boycott these this, these games today or are we going to just boycott all together in the season, no more games? Mm -hmm. um, and, it, you know, it stems from people or the, the NBA players feeling like, why are we playing for owners, team owners that are mostly white, or that are, yeah, mostly white. There's only one black owner, which is Michael Jordan. Um, why are we playing for team owners that are, that are white for fans that are mostly white mm -hmm. and yet they view us as just that we're just these basketball players but outside of, right outside of basketball you know there are still black men and black men are being black people not just black men black black men black women uh, tr black trans um, men and women um, are being killed by everyone. Uh, police officers. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Civilians. Civilians, right. Um, so, you know, to stand up and, you know, to show that they've had enough, they decided to boycott. And, um, yeah, it was a lot of, a lot of mixed a lot of mixed feelings and things out there. Me personally, um, I was really conflicted because I was so happy that basketball was back because, mm -hmm. you know, of course it was suspended because of Corona. Right. And um, now it was gone again. And I fully understood and stand with the players. Like, I, of course, you know, Everybody shouldn't be able to, everyone needs to feel uncomfortable. Like everyone needs to feel, you know, like things just can't continue to go on as normal. Like there has to be some type of stoppage. And like, while NBA is just, is basketball, like it's not a life or death thing. Mm -hmm. um, it's, it's still... Um, it's still used as like an escape from reality for a lot of people. A lot of people watch sports to get away from mm -hmm. what's going on in the world. And we, we don't need that escape. Like us as black people, 
need that escape, but it's un- we can't separate ourselves from the whole world, you know? So, like, they can't just entertain us and be like, all right, we're only going to play basketball for black fans. Like, it's, it's mm-hmm. impossible. Um, so, of course, it has to stop. So, everyone has to be uncomfortable. Um, and we can't have that escape because we need we need to, that uncomfortability to finally change things, um, even though it's not on us African-Americans to change them because no, we're the I mean, oppressed. We don't put the rules there. Right. Um, but, you know, I, I applaud the players and what they, what they did. Um, they did decide to continue the playoffs. So their, their boycott yeah. lasted. All uh, of what, like two day, two hours? <laughs> it lasted a total of what, like 72 hours because they did cancel the games the next day and the day after that. So mm. three days of games were canceled. But they decided they were coming back like after, like, yeah, like the next day. <laughs> um, and most of them are, most of their reasoning is, well, we can use this platform to continue to speak out about what's going on, which is true. Um, and I mean, they have been. Right. They have been. And they came nothing's straight really out the gate changing. in the bubble with all the slogans and all the stuff that they can think of which you know that's great because you know nba has a great white audience and um it shows that these basketball players are not just you know they're not just employees they're people um so yeah i mean like but at the same time like with so quickly you guys decided to just turn over. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean it's like it's like I mean, so many it's so many layers to it. Like it really and I'm sure there is. Um like okay, so like do players like when they sign like a fifteen million co- dollar contract i don't know if that's pat or good but if they sign 50 million dollars for like three years is it like they get paid five million dollars each year or do they get the 15 million dollars up front uh they get it's like five million dollars each year they only like nba players get paid i believe like twice a month so they oh. get they get checks like on the first and the fifteenth of every month, and oh. it pays out to be um, however many millions a year they signed for. So if someone had a fifteen million contract for three years, then yeah, at the end of that year they w- should have made that five million dollars in year one, five million dollars in year two, or whatever, and they get paid twice a month so however that breaks down that's how much those checks are whatever um oh that's interesting i did not know that yep that's how it works i thought they just really had to budget for the rest of the year <laughs> oh yeah just like <laughs> like like, you thought like up front they just got like 15 million dollars 
and then they just have like, to work it go. out. <laughs> here you go, fifty million dollars. Do what do what it uh, with it what you please. Um, but but you, you know that's smart. Years. That's good mo- money management. Yeah, yeah. If that was the case, man. I mean, people go wild anyway with these checks, but because like fifteen million for three years, that's a low. That's like a pretty low contract like a rookie might get that like an undrafted rookie might get that type mm. of deal nah not undrafted that's probably pretty good for an undrafted rookie a second rounder might get that type of deal um but like somebody like let's say lebron james mm-hmm. uh he would be he's getting like i don't know i could easily look at the number i don't feel like it um but he's probably making 20 something million per year. And I think his contract is like a four year contract. So he's getting, you know, like 60 million or something, probably more than that. I really could look up his contract. I don't really know. God damn. LeBron is rich as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know. I don't even think he's the highest payer. I don't think he's the highest paid player in the NBA. I don't. And then NBA players aren't even the highest paid athletes. Like, I think it might be, it's like soccer and baseball, maybe. They have to like the largest contracts. The ones yeah. that black people don't even really watch. Interesting. <laughs> or really participate in. Yeah. But I mean, there's a lot of black people in, no, there's a lot of Hispanics in baseball. You know, shots of Hispanics. Um, yeah, there's many theories yeah. and within theories on. Yeah, there's many many theories on why um, there's a low number of African Americans in baseball. But, but yeah, yeah. What's the theory? Those, uh, oh well, yeah. So some of the theories are that like it takes too long. It takes too long to get to the money, honestly. NBA, you you play, you know, in college. I mean, you play in high school if you're good. Um, you get scholarships to go play in college. Um, most players, they play one year in college, and if they're really good, they immediately just enter the draft. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're a millionaire by the time you're 19. Um Okay. Baseball, baseball, unless you're like crazy good, you're like this amazing pro- like pro- uh, prospect, you go to, um, you go to high school, you get scholarships, you go play in college. Um, I don't think you have to, you don't have to play like all four years or anything. I think you could probably enter a draft after one year, I think. <laughs> But yeah, let's say you enter the draft. Unless you're crazy good, like you're a, you're a once in a lifetime talent, you can get drafted by a major league team and start playing major league baseball immediately and be a millionaire. But that doesn't happen. That doesn't happen most times. You get drafted by a team and then they send you to the minor leagues and you play minor oh. league baseball. And for the same team? Yeah, you play for their minor league team. 
So each baseball team, each major league team has a minor league team. Um, so you'll play for their minor league team. You're not making nearly, nearly as much money. Mm. Um, and you can be in the minor leagues for a long oh, ass time, like really a long ass time until, until, you know, the major league team calls you up and they're like, all right, you're ready. Come play. Um, but it's a long process there. So there's that theory. There's also the theory of it's expensive. Um, so for thinking of like oh. kids in the inner city playing, that want to play like little league baseball and stuff. True. You know, the equipment. Yeah. Um, teams, you know, trying to get you to pay for travel and all that stuff. Uh, kids sports in general is expensive. Whereas right. basketball or just the um, uniform and the ball. Basket- well, yeah. I mean, if you want to play organized basketball, sure. But you can just show up at a park with a basketball and yeah. play. Mm-hmm. Baseball, it's not It's not really like that. There's not people just hanging out in the playing park playing baseball. baseball. Like, yeah. No, if you really want to play, you're going to really have to join a league probably. And then yeah. there's all those fees that comes with that. And the same with football. Football has that too, where if you want to play football for real, mm-hmm. um, yeah, you'll join a league. There's equipment you have to pay for and stuff like that, but you can still get to the money quicker if you're good. Also, chances are you could go to a random park and have find some kids and play, some, play football or whatever. Like, but not always the case with baseball. Um, anyway, we just went into a really rap like huge rabbit holes <laughs> we're talking about NBA boycotts <laughs> yeah um, for sure <laughs> yeah so back to the NBA yeah um, I think yesterday was the first day they were back from from the boycotts okay but yeah I feel like it was it's like a lot of layers like LeBron and the Lakers at one point they decided that they were done you're like, nah, I'm not playing any more games. I'm done. Boycotting the rest of the playoffs. Mm. Uh, the Clippers as well. They said they were done too. All the other teams, they took a vote and all the other teams was like, nah, we want to keep playing. And the reason why I think of that is because somebody like LeBron, LeBron has three championships already. He has four MVPs. He's like super accomplished. Yeah. So he's like, I can do without this. This is my 17th year in the league. Yeah. I've done everything that's there to do. Whatever. I can afford I'm just to here skip for out on these. Right. I can, yeah. I can afford to skip out on this. Not to say that he's not like serious, like dead ass serious about trying mm-hmm. to win another championship, but you know, he's got three of them. Um, same thing with the Clippers. There's a lot of players on there that are fairly accomplished and have been around for a while. But you look and at you some other Kawhi teams. On the limit. On the Clippers, right? Yeah, Kawhi, he's on the Clippers. He already has three championships already. He's won Defensive Player of the Year, multiple-time All-Star. Like, he's fairly accomplished as well. Um, but you think of somebody like Giannis for the Bucks. I mean, he won MVP last year. Like, he's, he's, in, he's having a moment right now. Like, this right now is his shot. Like he's he can win an NBA championship, um, and now is that time for him. 
So I, I did not see this, him. This is a black man, Giannis? Yes. Giannis is, his name is Giannis Adentacumpo. He's from Greece. Um, but he is, he is black. Mm. Um, and yeah, he's, uh, he's having a moment right now. So I couldn't see him being like, nah, skip this playoffs. Who cares? Mm. Um, like I, I, I didn't see him saying that at all. Um, and then a bunch of other players as well, probably feel the same way, but, um, yeah, uh, I feel like their boycott, I feel like it had somewhat of an impact. Um, yeah, because, I mean, it made ripples throughout the like the athlete community. Like Naomi Osaka, she, um, she decided to f- protest, uh, strike from one of her games, and had to, they had to cancel the whole day of U.S. Open. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it definitely had ripples because you know, NBA they they of course they started it with the boycotts. Um, mm-hmm. Major League Baseball they had a number of teams boycott and not play their games, even though stupid Detroit Tigers still played their game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, really? Everybody else is boycotting. Y'all still gonna play? Mm-hmm. They won though. They need their little wins. Tigers suck. They probably sucked like the past three, four years. Trash. I can't yeah. tell you how the Marlins are doing. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I can tell you how they're doing. They're trash too. <laughs> okay. The Marlins, the Marlins suck. Um, I don't think they've yeah. ever been good. <laughs> uh. They definitely haven't been good since they've been the Miami Marlins. Like when they were the Florida Marlins, mm. they did win a, a, a World Series. I forget the year, but um, they were good at one point. But yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um. But anyway, yeah, we can move on. From uh, from NBA boycotts. <laughs> NBA boycotts. Um, I wanted to talk about how like, so I don't know if you've seen on Twitter, but um, there there are people protesting outside of the jail in Chicago, um, and not protesting for good things. They're protesting um, R. Kelly being in jail. They don't yeah. think that he should be in jail. Um, despite all of the evidence that is glaring right in our faces, um, they don't believe that he did anything wrong. Um, one of them chanted, where were the parents? And, um, idiots. Those are what those are. And pedophiles. Those are what those are. Um, and abusers so i don't understand why they're out there (laughs) and people likened it to like the boondocks episode um i think it was like the second episode of the boondocks um where like it was a court case and um dubois he um 
he was like the prosecutor on the case and fucking this white man was the the defendant for r kelly and everybody was like oh you know he made fucking step in love or whatever the fuck so you know that's who we rolling with (laughs) and it's like okay so somebody made a song and that excuses bad behavior not even bad behavior but like pedophilia pedophilia and like i understand you know watching surviving r kelly he went through child um like sexual abuse and he never healed from that but that still doesn't give you a right to go touch up on somebody else's child that is your cross to bear that you have to figure out that is not you can't you're regenerating that hurt But yes, anyways, but um, so a prisoner that, not a prisoner, I I think they're in jail. So another jail inmate, um, I think his roommate decided to beat his ass because I don't know what, they said it was in connection to the protests, but they didn't say like what really made him, what really made him go off. So, so what what it was or like what they were saying it was is the protest caused the um the jail to go like into lockdown and mm. so because of that no one is allowed any visitors mm. so that that's what they're saying like upset this person because of it's course all Kelly's fault so that's why I got Zafi and rightfully so like I can't see whoever I want to see because you, um, because you and your pedophilic pedophilic ways are in here. I don't like this, and I'm beating your ass. Yeah. Um, and I think that he d- did nothing wrong, and he should probably get exonerated from whatever crime he did. Um, you know, unless it's murder or um, <laughs> or also rape, but. <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, fuck R. Kelly and taught him. Um, ready for us to get the ball rolling for him to get the fuck out of here. You know what? I'm gonna suggest a new segment on the show or on the podcast, and it's gonna be Khadija's fuck you list. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like yeah. I feel like we're we're three episodes in, and each one you you said you said fuck somebody. Each uh-huh. one. I also say shout out to somebody too. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so okay, um, sure. <laughs> <laughs> we can tally it up at the end of the episode and see <laughs> who's on Khadija's fuck you list today. And it's a shout out list. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but yes, fuck R. Kelly. Um, and then also swirling around on the interwebs um, was this story about Bella Thorne. Um, she was on Shake It Up with Zendaya. Zendaya. But um, obviously they took two different paths. Zadea being sickening and um, an actress and the singer that she is, she went to do art um, 
and Bella Thorne, I don't know what she's been doing. Um, I, don't know I have no she, clue who Bella Thorne is. She was on this show called Shake It Up. Um, you were probably wait. Like I was, I was too old for it to watch it. Mm. So I know you were way too old to watch it. And it was basically like they were like dancing. I don't know. It was like a dance show. And like they lived in the same building and went to school together. Like they were best friends. Hearns and Daya. But yeah, so she decided. So everybody knows OnlyFans. Like it's been the talk of the town since before quarantine. Like, I mean, since last year almost. Um, Everybody was talking about OnlyFans. And once quarantine hit, it was kind of like, you know, a running joke. Yeah, like really took um, off. And it really took off. Like everybody got on the only OnlyFans and everybody started making money. And it was great because like sex workers, they were able to really take a hold of their um their platform. Excuse me. Um so they're able to make the money that they want to make the way that they want to make it. And, you know, it's very empowering for women and, you know, for men as well. Um, And just for anybody who was trying to do something and they, they wanted to do it through OnlyFans. Like, so it became really huge and um, fucking Bella Thorne, she decided, okay, um, I want to do this as well. And she decided to do like, $200 $200 like PPVs like pay-per-views but it's basically I I don't really know much about it just from what I read um but it's basically like you see you get like a picture or a video for um for ordering it and so hunt a lot of people ordered that fucking PPV and I guess OnlyFans didn't have enough money to shell out um, all of those PPVs to her. And so they had to restructure their whole payout list, like how they pay out in order to give this girl her money. And it's like, you just took money away from other people, took money out of other people's mouths to do what? And you see the picture, it's just her in some little bikini bottom and her back turned. Right. So she really finessed. <laughs> she really finessed like Ruby Rose. And now all of these people, there's money out of these people's mouth. So. That, that yeah. Ruby Rose finesse was, was funny, though. Was perfect. That was hilarious. She did amazing. Um, and niggas really like, they really bought that little brown strap. that's insane to me (laughs) but whatever she just like Um, took a picture and just doodled over it (laughs) doodled over it she's like oh shit my fucking bra straps in the way let me cover that up and then did a little brown thing over her shoulder and it's just she just did she's so smart she's so smart good for her um and now she's making buku money and good for her as well as Suki, um, which was in, she was in the WAP video. Um, 
she made her money off of OnlyFans. All these girls are making money off of OnlyFans, and they don't even have to leave their house, and it's perfect for them. And now, look at Bella Thorne taking, making OnlyFans restructure their payout system, and now they ain't getting as much money. Hey, man, Miss B Nasty got to eat. She needs her money. Who is Miss B Nasty? Who is Miss B Nasty? What? She's really, honestly, she's the one that, like, put the Twitter world, at least, on the OnlyFans. Really? Yes. Like, she so, really made that, she really made that mud popping for the sex workers. Okay, shout out to her. She's a legend. So I didn't know about you. Yeah. But yes, um, shout out to Miss B Nasty. Um, cause she got she made everybody start making money. So great. Yeah, yeah she she's like, I mean, I I don't think she was the first, but you know, one of the first ones, at least the one mm, one of the first pioneer. ones to really like really make it like really make it pop in. Cause I think she's like in the top one percentile of earners on only really. Yeah. Yeah. Go for her. She got um let me see. She has um you you uh listen to horrible decisions. I follow the girl from Horrible Decisions, but okay. I don't listen to it. But yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, so that. she they had her on, on the on their podcast uh once, so mm-hmm. yeah. She's uh yeah. Dude, she's 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 that deal. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> you subscribe? Oh, of course not. <laughs> of course not. Why not? No. no. I I support them, you know, in theory. You know, get your money. You just won't be getting any of mine. But um wow. but you know, do do your thing. Oh, wow. That's fucked up. What? How many OnlyFans accounts you? I mean, how many you got? I don't have you to. to. I don't have to. Right. No one has to. It's just <laughs> my whole thing is this: you don't gotta subscribe. You don't gotta give them your money. But don't shit on them. Don't be all like, "Oh, what True. they're doing is awful." Like, no, let them get their money. True. What they do. Mind your goddamn business. All right. Mind it. That's what I'm on. Like I'm not about to subscribe to the mugs, but you know, shout out to y'all. Y'all don't need my money. Y'all doing just fine. Yeah. Now, if a certain celebrity was to do it, maybe. No, I wouldn't pay to watch a celebrity have sex. That would be weird. No. But um, I would um, like someone to bootleg it, and I would watch it. <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> um, fair. fair. Yeah. Um, but yes, moving on. Why do you say that 2020 is the worst fucking year ever? Because <laughs> it is. It's just like day after day, almost like hour by hour, we're just getting mm-hmm. bad news. It's just like, mm-hmm. come on. And Chad, Chadwick Boseman passing away was just really it for me like come on and it was crazy all right so 
yesterday I mentioned that I was at the zoo. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm in the zoo. I'm walking around. It's me and my whole family my, and my niece. We're really there because my niece. Um, mm-hmm. We like taking her to the zoo. It's her second time being there. Um, so, yeah, we're walking around, having a nice good old time. And I decide to pull up my phone, scroll Instagram. And then I find out another person died. I'm like, oh, my God. Mm. And I really, I just, like, stopped and was like, come on. And my mom turned around. She's like, what's wrong? And I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But I just scrolled, found out that Cliff Robinson, he's a former NBA player, used to play for the Pistons, most mm. notably played for the um, Portland Trailblazers. Mm. He died on, oh on yesterday and he was only 53 years old do not know why or how he died or what the cause was but 53 that's that's young um shoot my parents my parents are what three four years older than older than that um so yeah i mean like 53 that's it's too it's too too early um so yeah, I'm just like another person. So right. you know, and it's just people that like like Kobe in January. Mm-hmm. Um Naya Rivera earlier this year. What what was that? July? Yeah. I think. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure that was July. Pop smoke. Pop Smoke. Uh, I'm sure, and of course, there's many others. There's many others. Many others, especially due to COVID. Right. And... So you got you got these these deaths of like you know these important people these these heroes. Um, then you have COVID. You know that shut everything down. You have all the deaths from COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, you, have, you have all the deaths from people being shot by the police or shot by fucking exactly. um, vigilantes and yeah. people then who you have, just... Then you have the protest and then in response to the protest, the police brutality in which we're protesting. Mm. Um and so, yeah, right. 2020 has just been a really fucked up year. Just, just terrible. Um, and then that those that hurricane that right. just hit on Louisiana, and like, oh my gosh, for the people in Lake Charles, I, I read somewhere that they're not gonna have power or anything for like four to six weeks yikes that is like four to six weeks they and the flood the streets are flooded overdone like oh my gosh i haven't seen anything like that in a long time and i hope that everybody over there is okay and everybody can reacclimate into um into life after that 
But yeah. And it's just only going to get worse with all these friggin' hurricanes because of global warming. And, you know, and then you have Trump and all of his bullshit. Right, you got Trump, all his bullshit. You got this whole, like, election because you got, you know, our options are Trump or Joe Biden, who, again, everyone's not super happy about, but... right. You know, we got to rock with Joe Biden because we try and get Trump out. And, yeah, so you got this election, and it's just, it's just It's overwhelming. Much. It's too much. It's honestly like, uh, it's really testing every single, like, like, who's ever in charge of the simulation like they're really going fucking ham right now (laughs) (laughs) yo they're just like doing everything they really want to get this get us out of here like can you give us a break just chill chill on us for a little bit it's like you saw what happened in 2016 and y'all doing the same thing? All right, bet. COVID-19. <laughs> <laughs> no, not COVID-19? All right, bet. Police brutality. No, not <laughs> police brutality. We, all right, cool. We're going to take Kobe Bryant away from you. We're going to take Kobe Bryant. No, right. not, not Kobe enough. Bryant. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Chadwick Boseman. Like, just relax, you know? We can't take it. And, like, like I know that a lot of people are going through a lot right now. Um, and it, it's overwhelming. Like, it's very hard to, like, cope with it. And everybody's trying to figure it out in the best way they can and it's I don't know it's 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 taking a toll on I think everybody around me I don't think there's any person who isn't negatively impacted by this um by this whole fucking year in whichever way that it came at them but you know, I just say, like, it's like a, it's, I don't know if it's fucked up to say, but, like, the only thing that's, like, keeping me, like, getting through it, because, like, I feel like I have to see how this ends, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like, there's, there's an ending to it, as there is an ending to everything. But how does it end? I'm very curious to find out. You know what? Let's let's do something here. Let's 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 think of some positives. What were some what's some good things that happened to you this year, Deej? You know, hmm. What was something positive that happened to me this year? You go first. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, let's see. What are some positives? 
Um, all right. Here's a here's a positive spin on a on a bad thing. All right, so so COVID happens. Uh, we're we're in quarantine. Um, but positive was I was able to, you know, stack some money. Um, I I didn't get laid off. You know, uh, my job was still paying me, um, even though I was just sitting at home. But I'll still get my full pay. And then also I have another job and that one's at a hospital. So, you know, they never close. So um, I, you know, just picked up full-time hours. So now I'm getting full-time, like two full-time checks. So I'm just stacking some money. So I got to do that. That was cool. Um, I think a lot of people came out of quarantine with a lot of ideas um about honestly there's probably about ninety thousand podcasts that were started yeah that's one of them <laughs> and us being one of them um uh, but you know it's a it's a good thing um I've, I've enjoyed doing this i've enjoyed you know coming up with these ideas with you and you know putting this whole thing together so mm-hmm. that's definitely a positive um also, I feel like I've gained, you know, an appreciation for friends and family and, you know, being quarantined with them or not seeing them for long periods of time. Um, yeah, I feel like it, it, it was, it's a positive thing. It made me realize how much I miss them, how much I love them, how much I, you know, enjoy being around them or how much I wish I was around them. Um, so yeah, um, I feel like there were definitely some positives to come out of 2020 and you know, 2020's not over yet. So hopefully there's more positives and a little less. Just give us a little, a little break on the negatives. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Okay, so I think for me, 2020 has really allowed me to look within myself um, and really, like, get to know me as I'm getting to know me, if that makes sense. Like, Like, as I'm developing, I'm, I don't know. Maybe it's just the weed, but like, (laughs) (laughs) like it really, like, I feel very centered with myself and like, I have a lot of imbalances, but I think being in quarantine and being so isolated and, you know, it really helped me like figure out what I really want to do where I see myself and my future and things like that. And so, yeah, like now I have new paths that I'm going on and maybe start picking up reading again. Like, um, yeah, it's been, 2020 has been a lesson learning type of year. So yeah, that's what I would say about 2020 as a positive. Um, I would say I gained new friends this year. 
Um, and yeah, so those are my positives. That's what's up. That's what's up. Um, yeah, you gain some new friends, gain some new hoes, you know. But, you know, <laughs> keep it quiet, cause. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, and yeah, even that, like it, like 2019, I was so like frigid, but like now I feel so free. Um, like. I don't feel like a little rock anymore. I feel like a flower now. So, yeah, whatever. But, (laughs) (laughs) um, but yeah, 2020, while it has pulled every fucking punch it can, like literally, it's like a fucking random generator, disaster generator is going off every like, fucking day yeah just press the little button boom new random disaster press the button boom new random disaster so um yeah but at the same time you will learn from every single thing that has happened and plus you get to see another side of people with and how people really act towards other people if they really care how they are as humans um yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> yeah. Why don't we? Uh, you know what? Here's somebody else we can add to. Um, we'll have a. This is a, somebody that will be on our our joint fuck you list. Um, Kyle Rittenhouse. Mm. Kyle Kyle Rittenhouse is a. 17-year-old white male who um, showed up to the protest uh, that happened in response to um, Jacob Blake's shooting. Uh, He showed up to a protest that was in, I believe, Wisconsin, correct? Yes, he drove from Illinois to Wisconsin. Right. To Wisconsin, not to join the protest, but to, I don't know, be added in law enforcement, I guess he thought he would consider himself. So he came to this protest armed with the, what, AR-15. And, um, yeah, he ended up murdering two people um, in the name of, you know, in the name of law and order. Um, And... Honestly, he was kind of nothing was nothing yet. He suffered no consequences at in the moment. Right. Um, they were shot. bigging him up, giving him water. Right. He shot those two people. He murdered them, and uh, he then was walking towards police with this weapon, and walking towards them, signaling how many people it was he shot. And, you know, they didn't shoot him. 
they didn't they were ordering him not they would tell him to stop walking towards us tell him to stop where he was whatever drop i don't i don't know if they told him to drop the weapon they just was like chill and he just kept walking and you know going about his normal life he was then allowed to get back in his car and drive all the way back to illinois mm-hmm. and and then even bed. for his hearing i think it was like his bail hearing he was allowed not to show up to court because he wanted to get a higher paying, a, high, a better lawyer. He didn't want the right. prosecutor. So they rescheduled it for a month. Right. Meanwhile, uh, someone posted a story of uh, a black man that missed jury duty and then was sentenced to 10, day, 10 days in jail. Like, mm-hmm. Oh man, that's the double standards. The privilege is just the privilege, like. And you know, what's very telling is he was aspiring to be a cop. Exactly. That's another thing. Like a lot of these people that do these, I won't say like they do mass shootings, but a lot of these people, a lot of these young people that um, get into these situations similar to this. And commit these type of crimes um, are aspiring cops, mm-hmm. and I feel like they have it in their brains that even though the two people that unfortunately lost their lives they were not black, they were I believe both of them were white as well um, but not saying he was out there aiming for black people, mm-hmm. but the the thing is just like. I feel like these people that are aspiring cops, they already have it ingrained in their brains that anything that is pro-black, that's pro, um, that's pro-black or anti-racism is the bad thing. Mm-hmm. And that's what needs to be controlled. And the people that are that's protesting because of police brutality, they're protesting um, social injustice, they need to be controlled. Um, and yeah, so he was just, he was a year away from, you know, being a, a police officer, mm-hmm. you know, having a weapon issued to him, being paid by the people that. Taxpayers. Right, by us, the taxpayers, the people that he was then going to be killing. You know, exactly killing arresting who else knows like maintaining a law and order whatever that means to him like he he, that's what he thought he was doing he was going up there to maintain law and order right and that's why he wants to become a cop so that for anything that goes against his conservative white um, values he needs to take it down right it's just I don't know I don't know like it's it's hmm. and like he killed those two people they let him go and and it's just like a story that we've heard before like, how did he get let go, but 
Jacob Blake from arm's distance gets shot in the back seven times. Right. It's like, in what world is someone allowed to murder someone and leave the scene? And leave like, the scene. And what? not have to show up to court. Right. Like, that's crazy. It's crazy. Even crazier when you think, like, even a black person, even if it was some misguided black person that came up there to do the exact same thing, mm-hmm. they wouldn't even be able to do that. If no. a black kid came up there like, oh, I'm a future with cop. With a gun? I'm up here with a gun. I'm a future cop, and I'm, I'm going to restore law and order here. I'm making sure they that these kill people him. are in order. They would have shot him so fast. Like, Period. Like, and, like, the thing is, let's say if Jacob Blake was doing anything wrong, which he wasn't. He literally just broke up a fight. A fight. But that, you know, like, the the purpose of, like, maintaining law and order, like, to maintain law and order, you have to follow the checks and balances of the judiciary system, which is you bring them into custody, you have, they have their day in court based off of whatever crime they committed. The, like, Cops are basically just wranglers. They're shepherds, basically. They're not executionists. Right. And that's how they're behaving. And I don't know why they have it in their mind that they're executionists when they're really just shepherds. Right. I don't know. I don't understand that either. And then the people that are, that try to bring up, uh, or try to justify someone being shot because of whatever their past is or whatever crime they What does committed. that matter? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if they committed a crime in the past. It doesn't matter if they were committing a crime right then and right there. Right then and there. They're so, they're, the police are supposed, supposed to bring to, them into custody alive. They're not, they're not supposed to die. They're not supposed to get shot and killed or whatever. It doesn't give them a license to murder them. And you see so many instances of um, of white people who are, you know, that cops are talking to or, or in the process of, of arresting and they resist arrest and they fight and they curse out the cops, they hit them. I've seen one person fight with the cop and then steal the cop's car and it's just like whoa how are they doing all this stuff and then walking away with their lives no injuries none of that none yet a black person they're so they're so threatened that they just have to shoot like it makes absolutely no sense right none whatsoever what i mean we just got to defund the police and get these niggas out of here because I'm tired of these fuck-ass cops. I'm tired of feeling like every if I'm around a cop, I have to be so straight and narrow because they might kill me. Like, no. I, it's, 
it's crazy i don't like it but um and even from the cops all the way up to the judges to the whole judiciary system and government it needs to be upheld uh, not upheld um upheavaled i think that's the word um take out take out whatever the fuck that we got right now and put in something else because the system the system was never working nope um yeah so yeah um but yeah and i think we should just go straight into what our personal updates are or whatever lesson you learned today this week yeah oh that reminds me i didn't even say what day it was what is today today is august 30th 2020 um got to say at the beginning oh also this has absolutely nothing to do with what i learned this week no it actually it is i did learn this this week so I learned two things. This first thing that I learned is that Khadija got some fine ass friends is what I learned this week. Me? <laughs> because I keep so, fine friends. So we um we 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 made the uh Instagram page for for the podcast 20 hours from home pod. And so I'm on there I'm seeing these like follow requests and stuff. And I'm like, who are these people following the page? And if I don't know them, then I'm assuming they got to be friends of Khadija. And one after another, I'm like, who is this? Who, what, who is that? Like, yo, what is going on? Yeah. So shout out to Khadija and her fine ass friends. Oh, um, yes. I keep. People who um, resemble me. There you go. There you go. Um, But yeah, shout out to them and all their loveliness. You lovely ladies. I love you so much. Um, Also, (laughs) feel free to, you know, follow my my page, my personal page. Um, It is there. You live in Detroit. (laughs) It don't matter. (laughs) It don't matter. Unless hey. you're about to flu anybody out, hey, don't talk to my friends. It's a Deej. conflict of interest. Ow. Listen, Deej. <laughs> Listen. You you and I, we're we're cool. We're friends. You know? Yes. You my you friends for, you know? shouldn't shouldn't what, why um you know, cross why that not? line. Why not? That's gonna put me in an awkward position when shit goes left. <laughs> How's it going to go left? I'm in Detroit, man. It can't go left. Anyways. <laughs> hey, you got no. enough you got enough to handle. Hey, the the link the link to my page is <laughs> it's on it. It's on the 24 the 20 hours from home Instagram page. It's you know, it's right under there, you know, King. Let me know page. who let me know who it is that you're talking about. I'll see if I can sneak it up. But mm-hmm. all my friends, you know, you got to come with something. So, hey, man, honestly, I'll be honest with y'all, man. 
all I got for y'all is like some 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 encouraging comments. <laughs> some encouraging comments on your photos. That'll pay the bills. <laughs> hey, all, that all I got for y'all. A band in her purse. All I got for y'all is some hard eyes in your DMs. That's it. You know. <laughs> you need to put some dollar signs in her cash app. That, that's all I got for y'all. But you know. Mm-mm-mm. SMH. See? That that's another reason why you can't be with my friends. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, what was your second? <laughs> Your second um, the second you the second lesson that I learned, um, I wouldn't say that I learned this lesson. Just it it just brought it back up, brought it to the forefront of my mind uh, with the passing of all these people, um, but Chadwick Boltzmann especially. Um, it's just to love the people that you're that's in your life, love the people you're with. Um, and appreciate them all that you can while you're here, while they're here. Um, like I said, my favorite video on the internet is that video of those people telling uh, Chadwick Boseman what Black Panther meant to them. And the reason why that's my favorite is because um, too many times a lot of these people die and people in general die and it's only after they die that people come out and talk about how much they meant to them and how they impacted their lives and how much they love them, how much they appreciated them. And we just need to, you know, continue to do that now with the people that's in our lives while they're alive. Um, so I enjoy. I was happy that Chadwick Boseman knew how much he was appreciated, how much his art um, had an, a positive a positive impact on on the lives of many many people and Black people especially. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, um, love love everybody. Love those people. Tell everybody or tell the people you love that you love them. Um, also, be kind to everyone. You never know what anyone's going through. You never know uh, what they're going through physically, what battles they're battling, what how they're how they're, you know, what they're going through mentally, emotionally. You never know. So, be kind to everyone you can. It's literally so easy just mm-hmm. to be nice. Um, it takes less work. It takes way less work. Way less work. Like, there isn't a single person in this world that I hate, you know? And being able to move like that is a good feeling. Um, sure, it's people I don't like. There's people, there's people where I hate the things they've done, but I wouldn't say I hate anyone. Um, and I try to be <laughs> kind to everybody. And it's it's really, it's a good thing for yourself 
even more so than it is for the other person. Like, it's just a very, Mm -hmm. you feel so light. You feel so free when you just love freely and you're, you, you're kind to everyone you come across. Uh, Mm -hmm. So if you want to better your health, better your mental health, your emotional health, um, start by being kind to other people. But yeah, those Mm -hmm. are my lessons for, for the week. What about you, Deej? Um, my personal lesson that I learned, um, not that I learned per se, but I was, I told people to, to keep in mind, (laughs) um, to, you know, it's okay to not have an opinion if you don't have enough information. For sure. Like, you don't have to be... If you don't have enough enough information, you shouldn't really have an opinion, anyways. Because what what right. are you basing it off of? Exactly. Other people's opinion, then you're just you just do an opinion, 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 and no facts are being in, interjected. Um, so yeah, just sometimes there's a lot of there's a lot of things that I don't know, and there. It's going to be like that for the rest of my life. There's going to be something that I don't know. And not everything I need to have an opinion on because not everything I will know. So it's okay to just say, you know, no comment. Or or it's even okay to admit that you don't know. Yeah, that is my favorite thing to say. People ask me something, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't. I'm not even going to lie to you. I'm not going to pretend like I know. I don't know. And Google is right there. (laughs) Google is right there. There's different search engines. There's Bing. If you are a Microsoft user, but like, why would you be? Um, But yeah, um, just, you know, just look into something and form an opinion once you, once you have a little bit more of information and you'll see that you, you'll, I don't know, you'll come from a place of confidence because you know what you're talking about, if that makes sense. Right. Um, but yeah, that was what I had to say. Um, I also second, be kind to one another. Um, be kind to yourself. Um, because the only way you can really be kind to other people is if you're kind to yourself because you can't really give from an empty bucket. But, you know, just treat your, other people how you want to be treated and treat yourself how you want other people to treat you. For sure. So. Beautiful lessons. Yeah. Um, by the way, I did finish both episodes of Lovecraft Country. Mm. Um. So, I did not know what I was getting into. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Neither did I. Honestly, I still don't know what it is that I'm into, but. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm in it. But I know that I like it. (laughs) (laughs) Right. I love horror and I love black people. So, black people horror, like, sign me the fuck up. And. 
you know, Journey Smollett does an amazing job. Um, even, I don't know what the actor's name is, who whoever plays Tick, but he's very handsome. So, you know. You know well, I don't want to say his name is Jonathan something. He looks like a Jonathan. Okay. <laughs> a Jonathan something. But yeah, um, the new episode comes on tonight, so we'll have to watch it. But um, I'm very upset that. Whoa, 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 whoa! Um, you have to say spoiler alert. I forget the first episode. A lot of people came for me for ruining uh, little fires everywhere for them. Even though little fires everywhere has been out for months, and you should have been seeing it by now. But, yeah, but. We can't we can't give things away in case people want to watch Lovecraft uh, Lovecraft Country, so. Um, but you guys yeah. don't know who Mr. Bassett is, so I mean you kind of know, but you also don't. <coughs> I don't know. Maybe maybe I'll bleep that out. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> yeah, do that. <laughs> if, if I can figure it out. <laughs> um wait just time market all right yeah I'll, I'll do that when we when we listen back to it um but yes um yeah y'all gotta watch it um because eventually we will be talking about it and um we'll just say spoiler alert at first and y'all just gonna have to either skip it or listen so that's up to you but this is your first chance this is your only chance um also um watch hunters as well have you finished it i finished it um also is that his name is jonathan jonathan majors um Mm -hmm. but yeah i finished hunters i i feel like we should just kind of save we'll save the hunters conversation and we'll also save more lovecraft uh country conversations without giving away spoilers if it's possible um for the for the the next one because i have no idea how long this one is but i think we're either i think we're two hours oh i hope not i don't know (laughs) i really gotta start paying attention to when we start (laughs) i really do but you know what instead of rambling on let's just ended right here so yeah good night everybody yeah make sure make sure you uh you know follow you follow our socials again 20 hours from home pod on instagram and 20 hours from home on twitter uh of course you can find this wonderful podcast on all streaming platforms and uh yeah good night everybody from you know, from me, West Side Detroit. Good night. <laughs> Good night. Or whenever you're listening Lauderdale. to this. It, it or yeah, you know, it's probably gonna be the morning. So like, Who you knows? know, just goodbye. Or just bye. Yeah. Or just like see ya. Bye. Rest in peace, Chadwick <laughs> Bozeman. Rest in peace.